Welcome, everyone, to this Tuesday morning. Wake up. It's time to go to work. <laughs> George Watkins here, rejoicing in the Lord, of course, because he is faithful and he is trustworthy to do what he has promised he would do. Amen. Our theme today is knowing and trusting God. Before we get into our thoughts today, I want to thank you for your thoughts to us. Some of you <clears throat> send your prayers, and oh, how important that is. I remember Billy Graham years ago talking about his great ministry. He said, I thank you for your gifts, but the most important thing is your prayers. Without them, nothing else works. So it is with anything we do in the gospel work, in the kingdom work, the prayers of the saints, the faith of the saints, the agreement together that we are doing what God called us to do, we really appreciate it. And the comments are good, and the likes, all those things that, you know, tune up the internet. They tell me it really helps when you share and when you make a comment and a thumbs up and a like. And for those that would love to do or like to do that, sign up with YouTube. Don't forget we're, we're on uh, Rumble and Instagram also. So you can catch us on all those wonderful opportunities. Hey, between despair, hope and despair, there is Jesus talk about that a little bit today. I'm thinking of a couple of snapshots. I see Jesus on the cross. On one side is a, is a thief. On the other side is another thief. These two thieves represent two different types of attitude and really desires. One of them is cursing God, cursing the, the government. He's going to die his deserved death. The other one turns to Christ and begins to communicate. And Jesus said this day, you'll be with me in paradise. Something took place in the heart of one of those thieves that caused him not to be in despair, but in between hope and despair was Jesus. How many times has that happened in our lives? If you've lived long and walked with Christ long, you've, you've been in that spot where you were looking at despair. You had some hope in your heart, but despair was coming on hard. You could, you could feel the bad breath of that sucker, but Jesus was in between and began to speak into your life again. In between hope and, and despair, there is Jesus. I'm also thinking of Psalm 73. Now, you know, the Psalms were not all written by David. Most of them were, but there were others. One of them was Asaph. He was a, a master worship leader and, and so forth. And he wrote in Psalm 73 that he looked around him and he saw the prosperity of the wicked. And he, his knees became weak. His legs became weak. In other words, he was discouraged. He saw the, the, uh, the world doing what the world does. And that is, 
fight against God, deny God, trash anything that's good. And yet they're prospering. They're making money. They look, they're laughing. You know, the commercials on TV, everybody's at the pub having a great time. And you're sitting alone in your front room, reading the Bible or, you know, trying to pray. And you wonder, Hey, the world is having a great time. And I'm here alone. So Aphis said that Aphis, Aphis, I get the word right, get his name right, <clears throat> said, said, I looked around and my neighbor was prospering, yet he was a denier of God's, of God's uh, presence. He said, I became weak. I became somewhat discouraged until I turned into the house of the Lord and my, my, my knees were strengthened. And in the house of the Lord, I saw their end. In other words, the revelation of Jesus Christ through the teaching of scriptures, the revelation of his presence and his purposes, the kingdom of God being beginning to be uh, revealed like a, like a Polaroid picture before us. When we begin to see the end of a person who is denying those things, it's not good. When he saw the end, he was strengthened. He was encouraged because the word of God reminded him. As Jesus said, if you're faithful unto death, you'll receive the crown of life. And he talked about, well done, thou good and faithful servant. Enter into the joys of the Lord. So there's a benefit and a reward for doing things that look like no one else agrees with you. No one else is praising God when you are. No one else is giving when you know you are. No one else is being faithful to the house of God or faithful to the orphans and the widows when you are. Everyone else is just enjoying themselves and spending their money and, you know, getting in the boat and whatever they do for fun. Yet the promise of God is because you are faithful there is a reward for you. Now, today, we have some pretty good opportunity to be full of despair. <laughs> In the notes below, I wrote a little thought about uh, walking through this day. And on one side, I heard the world through media or reports or news reports or people I heard talking about the the terrible fix we're in, how close we are to disaster. We're going down the tubes quick. There's no hope. <clears throat> and you can almost hear the scream of panic in their voice. Despair. In that despair, <clears throat> we have a epidemic uh, proportion of suicide among our youth, among our soldiers that have come home from battle, among lonely people that don't feel like there's any kind of future for them. And it gets, it's pumped up and it's, it's, you know, it's blasted by godless voices speaking into their life about how awful this world is and how cruel this world is. Well, I tell you in between hope and despair, there is Jesus. Now, there are some that are having false hope, hope in the fact that we can just, if we can just get the right president. Now, don't get me wrong. We need the right president. Oh God, how we need the right president. 
But that's not the end of hope. That's not our hope. Our hope is in Jesus. Jesus and the angelic host and the plan of God and the work, the work, the spiritual, the workers in the spiritual realm, they operate and make things happen. Yes, prayers of the saints are the fortification, are the ammunition, are the power boost behind everything that goes on. So as we pray, as we believe, as we confess, the angels go to work, God goes to work and does his purposes on earth. We don't do it alone. He doesn't do it alone. We are co-laborers because of Jesus. So all this despair we hear, all this end time tragedies and calamity and dystopian age where the snapshot of the cities are empty and bombed out and there's a few zombies stumbling around town. That's the end of the world. Oh my goodness, this was God's idea and he created man and he put him on the earth to be like him and to reproduce and here it is. This is the end of the world. You see them going through the garbage can, hoping to find something to eat. <laughs> Give me a break, folks. How often has this story been tried to be repeated in history? How often has the enemy thought they had it, had it won? Oh, we've got it now. Can you imagine the cheers and the celebration and the wild party going on after Jesus was crucified? Can you imagine? They got him now. We've killed the son of God. He came to earth to rescue the Israelites and the world, and we put him on the cross and killed him. They were cheering and throwing confetti in the air until they heard the rumor. <laughs> Someone come in and whispered in the boss's ear, hey, I'm hearing rumors. This guy's not dead. He's down there in hell preaching to the saints, you know, or speaking to those who had been, had died before. Something went through their spirits or their hearts or whatever they got and began to bring fear and dread. Why? Because they thought they had this thing won. Our politicians, some of them, some of our, um, you know, the secret movers, the ones that are below the scene, moving things around, they cheer and rejoice and we've got this thing. But I tell you, God's got to move. God's got a plan. God's got a secret agent going on that is going to surprise everyone. Does it happen without effort? No, nothing happens without effort. The effort is our faithfulness to who we are. You have been called to do what you do. There's a comedy movie years ago that we always repeat. It was a silly line, but it was, we remember it. One, the, uh, you know, the village idiot kind of guy, he said, you do what you do and I do what I do. Well, I remember that often when my wife and I and my precious Arliss is talking about something and we laughingly say, you do what you do and I do what I do. Meaning that we have a purpose. So I'm going to get my job done. You do your job and we'll get it done together. Okay. Now. What's your job? What's your, what's your purpose? Your purpose is to shine as bright as your little light bulb will shine. I had, uh, no, that's probably not entirely 
factual here, but I'll stretch it a bit. I had the, the desire to win the world single-handedly. Well, I was probably 12 then. No, that's, you know, that's when you think you can do it. Well, God had other plans. He put me in a network of other saints of God. And together we have moved a generation toward the kingdom and snatched people out of hell. Now, did I, could I do it by myself? Of course not. But as I shine in the realm I shine in, problem is with many of us, we look at somebody else's light bulb and we say, I want that one. I want a bright one like that. I like a colored one, you know, a red one, a pink one. No, no, no. You got what you got, so let it shine. <laughs> There's a Sunday school song that how, how could we forget it, you know, if we sang it 5,000 times. This little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. This little light of mine, I'm going to. And then we got to the point, won't let Satan it out. I'm going to let it shine. Now, that light that you have, turn it up. Turn up the burner. Hit the gas on that thing, whatever you got going. Because we are in the very threshold of miracles. Jesus has not finished his act, his move. Amen. Well, I tell you, this is a good day to be alive in Christ, and it's a good day to remember that faith never fails us when we have it in Christ. If you have it in false hope, you're going to be disappointed. Paul said, and he had a knower, he knew something. <laughs> I, always, I always consider that beyond faith. He says, I know in whom I have believed and am persuaded that he is able to keep that which I have committed unto him against that day. Now, what have you committed? We've committed our trust, our hope, our peace. We've committed our eternal existence in the name of Jesus. We'll be blessed today as we enter into this Tuesday. And as we let Tuesday develop, be sensitive to every page that turns in the story of today's report. Every page has an opportunity to let your light shine. Scripture says, do that. Let it shine so they'll see the glory of God coming out of your face. Amen. All right. Well, tomorrow is a, a good day because it's built on today. We'll we will see you then. Be blessed as you journey. Be blessed as you bless others. Don't forget, subscribe and all the good things that help the internet. Thank you for your giving. You can do that through PayPal or the um, <clears throat> United States mail. <laughs> I keep forgetting it. We call it snail mail so long. All right. Love you guys and gals. See you in the morning.